are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Listen to who? The always wonderful host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account. We'll look up Locked on Dimebacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. On today's pod, we're talking all about today's D-backs loss. It was opening day. It was a tough loss. D-backs had the lead for a little bit before giving it up. But overall, I think it was a pretty fun and entertaining game. And so I want to talk about that on the first two segments. And then in the third segment, I'm going to play uh, me and Javi Reyes, the Lockdown Padres host. We did a locker room today. If you guys didn't already see it, go follow us on the locker room app so you guys can stay up to date with us. So I'll give you, I'll just, I'm just going to play our reaction right after that game just so you could hear what we were doing on the locker room app if you guys ever want to join in the future it'll kind of be a little repetitive to the first two segments but still we got some other insights in there and get to hear Javi's perspective which I think is still interesting after today's game but first I want to talk to you guys about locker room because Today's episode is brought to you by the Locker Room app. Download the app and join me next week to get in on the action. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. But now, let's get into it. Let's talk about today's D-backs game because, man, it, it was a roller coaster of a game. D-backs took the early lead in the first inning off you, Darvish, and I was like, here we go. The D-backs are having a great start to the opening series, opening day game. I was like, the D-backs are going to win this one. And then bad Mass and Bumgarner showed up. It, it was uh, not the best Mass and Bumgarner. It was basically the version of Mass and Bumgarner we've seen throughout his entire tenure so far with the D-backs. He started to give up home runs. He gave up two home runs, one to Eric Hosmer, one to Will Myers, both solo shots, which is, I guess, the best thing he could do. But he was putting dudes on base. He had three walks, gave up seven hits, and only was able to go four innings, which has been classic Madison Bumgarner so far with the D-backs, not being able to pitch deep into games, as we've said a lot on this podcast didn't have one start last year where he finished at least six innings of work. And again, he couldn't do that today. 91 pitches and only four innings. And it was just not good Madison Bumgarner. And it's the same issues that we always see. It's his velocity. But I don't think the velocity was the major issue, honestly. He was able to get as high as 92 I saw on the radar gun. I think it's more the location with Madison Bumgarner because... A lot of those cutters, his cutter was the real issue today. It sits at about 85, 86 it looked like today. And he gave up both his home runs off the cutter because he just left it in the middle of the plate. And that's really my biggest issue with Madison Bumgarner. His cutter didn't have enough movement on it. And he just kept leaving it over the heart of the plate. And it was basically batting practice for those Padres hitters. But he was still able to rack up a few strikeouts, six strikeouts. So 
He's able to keep dudes off balance because he, he can vary just enough. He can, when he throws his fastball, it's sitting 90 to 92. And when he throws that curveball, it could be in the low 80s. I saw a 79 mile an hour curveball. His slider looked pretty solid. That had some good action on it. But his cutter, I think, was just getting hammered today. And the Padres were just teeing up and waiting for that cutter over the middle. And they took advantage repeatedly. But it wasn't on bad mass and bum garner because... And the when he did come up to bat, he almost, almost had a rocket out of the stadium. He still hit a rocket off the wall, basically, but it was inches away from leaving the park. It was dead center. And when he when he put his uh, bat behind that ball, he he looked at it for a second. I, I thought he might have had a bat flip there. I thought that was going to leave the park the way Madison Bumgarner was staring down that pitch. I thought a little cutie walked into the bar the way he was staring that pitch down because he he put a charge into that one, sent it to deep center field, but it was off the wall. Still a great at-bat, though. Still able to pick up a, a hit, you know, regardless. A stand-up double for Madison Bumgarner, but overall in the day, not good Madison Bumgarner at all. Uh, he just wasn't an effective pitcher. Just not enough movement on his pitches and his, cur- and his cutter, I think, was really not devastating at all. I think it's a real concern, this Madison Bumgarner experience, because he's still got a few more years left on his contract, making $19 million this year, then 23 annually over the next two years. So he needs to start picking it up. And then after Madison Bumgarner left the game, uh, the bullpen I don't think was that great either. Kevin Ginko had a, a solid inning where he didn't give up any earned runs, but did have a walk to start off, which I didn't like. Stephon Crane did the same thing. Left with a man on third. And then Alex Young came in and gave up the earned run to Stefan Cryan before coming back in the next inning and giving up a earned run himself. So Cryan and Alex Young weren't good out the bullpen. Uh, they they were also big reasons why the D-backs lost today because you just had to hold on for the win. Yes, it would have been all five innings you would have had to hold on to for the dub, but that's what you kind of need your bullpen to do. And both of those guys, Cryan and Alex Young, were putting dudes on the bases. And Alex Young, in particular, didn't really look that effective after not having good spring training and a pretty poor 2020. It doesn't look like it carried over. Or it looks like it did carry over into the 2021 season because he did not look good today as well. So did not like the pitching that I saw from the D-backs today. Uh, we're going to need better pitching overall if we want to win this series because that's still a possibility. It's a four-game series. But one thing I did like about the pitching today is you did attack the best hitters in this D-backs, not D-backs, in this Padres lineup. Manny Machado, 0 for 5, one strikeout. Fernando Tatis, 1 for 5 with three strikeouts. So the D-backs pitchers did a good job of getting their best players out in the Padres lineup. But those dudes like Jay Cronenworth, who killed us, Eric Hosmer had a phenomenal day at the plate, three for four, one run scored, three RBI. So overall, the D-backs did a good enough job of getting out uh, getting out Machado, getting out Tatis, but they, 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 so they basically got out the first three batters in the Padres lineup effectively. They accounted for five strikeouts, Tommy Pham, Fernando Tatis and Manny Machado did, but Eric Hosmer and Will Myers, the fourth and five hitter in this Padres lineup, each got back-to-back 
home runs uh, uh, off off of Madison Bumgarner in that bottom of the third inning. So uh, it was not a good day pitching for the D-backs in total. In total, they gave up eight earned runs. And I guess technically the bullpen went four innings because the Padres didn't come up to bat. So the bullpen gave up two earned runs in four innings. But in total, D-backs pitchers today gave up eight earned runs. They did have 10 strikeouts, but two home runs allowed, which was mostly by uh, which was only by Madison Bumgarner with the 10 hits allowed. Just not a good day from pitching uh, perspective. So hopefully the D-backs can get that cleaned up because I think it could. I think it could be cleaned up with Merrill Kelly on the mound tomorrow. It was the D-backs' second best pitcher in the 2020 season along with Zach Gallon. He was right there. There was a real case maybe Bumgarner was at least, you know, some people might have made the case Merrill Kelly was better than Zach Gallen during the 2020 season when they were both healthy, at least for the start of the season. I think it was pretty clear by the middle of the season who was the better pitcher, but his season didn't cut short, uh, didn't get cut short. Who knows, you know, if if a guy like Merrill Kelly could have won any accolades, for, you know, not a Cy Young Award winner, but maybe he could have got a few votes. So overall, not good pitching for the D-backs. Alex Young, not effective. Stefan Crying, not effective. And this Madison Bumgarner experience uh, is starting to become more like the Robbie Ray experience. Now we'll get into the offensive perspective from this D-backs team and talk a little bit about tomorrow's matchup. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Locker Room because... This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I will be hosting rooms for Locked On Diamondbacks once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day on the Locker Room app. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league, You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You will have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast through our Locker Room conversations. Be sure to join me this week, or I guess you already missed this week because I went live today. I'll be hosting a room next week. Not sure what day yet, but probably might do another live reaction you know, a live reaction to the D-backs game, probably post-game. I like doing that. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL group for the latest league updates, especially the MLB group. Follow me at Miller Thomas on the Locker Room app to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live next week, probably for one one of the D-backs games, so go check it out. I can't, I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the Diamondbacks. See you there, locker room, changing the way we talk sports. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts your car will ever need a traditional chain store front. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in there. 
How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts a car will ever need, rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bruskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, all right. Let's get back into it. Let's talk a little bit. Talk a little bit about the D-backs offense today because the pitching might not have been good, giving up seven earned runs, or uh, giving up eight earned runs. But the D-backs offense was good, scoring seven runs. But there was still a little bit of concern in that D-backs offense. But let's first start. Let's first start with the positives because D-backs actually set a new major league record today. First team in MLB history to get four home runs in one inning on opening day. It's never been done before, so very cool stat to see the D-backs do. And we saw, as I mentioned, four home runs, one from Quetzal Marte. He was the first one to get it started. He cut the lead 6-2. to two. Then Azdrubal Cabrera, he cut the lead a 6-4 to four with a two-run shot. Then Timmy LaCastro off the bench hit a home run to make it 6-6 and tied the game. And then Vogt went back-to-back with LaCastro to make it a 7-6 ball game. And Tim LaCastro hitting a home run. It's just so fascinating because this guy came into today's matchup with three home runs in his career in in 145-game sample size. 347 plate appearances, only three home runs in that sample size. So to have another one today in that moment was absolutely huge. Uh, basically, not basically, did tie up the game. So great offense by the D-backs today. Uh, but some negatives from the D-backs side of things. Josh Rojas, we all was very excited for Josh Rojas. And it just wasn't a great debut for him. It's it's okay. He's still young. We knew he had a great spring training, led all qualified hitters with base hits. But today, he went 0 for 5 with three strikeouts. You don't like to see that. Ketel Marte, though, was the exact opposite. Went 4 for 5, uh, a triple, uh, triple shy of the cycle, double, home run, single. He did it all. Two runs scored in RBI. Christian Walker went 1 for 4. David Peralta, the freight train, went 0 for 5. Ajubal Cabrera, though, had a great opening day for the D-backs. He looked real comfortable at the plate with that home run. Had three RBIs today, which led the team. Eduardo Escobar still got concerns about him. He went 0 for 4. Two strikeouts. Not great, Eduardo Escobar. Haven Smith showed a little bit something at the plate. He had a double down the right field line. So uh, there's always concerns about his power, but a double, that's basically power. That, that's slugging right there, a double down the line. So you like to see that. Then got replaced by Tim LaCastro. So great job by the platooning outfield of Tim LaCastro and Paven Smith out in right field. Steven Vogt got to start over Carson Kelly today, which was kind of surprising for people. Because I think Carson Kelly caught every Madison Bumgarner game last year. But it turned out to be the right move because Steven Vogt had a big hit today with a home run. But Carson Kelly did come off the bench and got a pitch hit single. So Carson Kelly did his job. The offense did their job mostly with the four home runs. But what was concerning with the offense at least a little bit was they were one for nine with runners in scoring position. So even though they were hitting home runs, they usually didn't come when the batters were 
in scoring position. It might have been a guy on first. It might have been a solo shot. So that's a thing to watch out for. You're not always going to get four home runs in one inning like the D-backs did today. So hopefully the D-backs could get a more balanced attack from their offense because this was a fun game to watch. Uh, overall, it was a roller coaster of a game, as I said before. D-backs started off with the first run in the first inning. Then Madison Bumgarner came in, gave up his earned runs as usual. He usually starts the game hot, but Madison Bumgarner started this game hot. He had a good first couple innings, but the second, third time through the lineup, the Padres hitters were starting to attack Madison Bumgarner a little bit more. Once the D-backs fell down 6-1, to one, I was ready to turn off the game honestly. I was like, this game is over. We know the struggles with the D-backs offense and Luckily, I was a good lockdown host today, and I didn't turn off the game. I stayed with it, surprisingly, and I was just in absolute disbelief when the, what inning was it? The fifth inning came on because they were just smashing home runs. It started with Ketel Marte. I was like, hey, a Ketel Marte home run. I was happy just because I have Ketel Marte in fantasy, and I was talking to my homie on the phone during that time, so I was just giving him crap for Ketel Marte's home run. Then we got another home run from Jubal Cabrera, and all of a sudden, it was a ball game just down two. I was texting uh, Locked On Padres host Javi during the whole game, and we were just going back and forth. I, I, you know, I didn't want to do a locker room uh, again because after seeing the D-backs go down six to one, I was glad we were done with the locker room. But as soon as that six to four hit, you know, I, I was starting to come around to the idea. Then the D-backs tied it up with another home run to make it 6-6. And then they took the lead off the Steven Vogt home run. And I was like, Javi, fire up the locker room app. I'm ready to go live right now in this fifth inning. And the D-backs had a pretty entertaining game today. Yes, they lost, but still, it's opening day. A lot more losses are probably going to come for the D-backs, but hopefully we get as many, you know, if not more wins at the same time. So I I'm still cautiously optimistic about this team i don't think they'll be more than a near 500 team an 85 win team i think the best case scenario still is that they could win the wild card but the pitching is definitely going to be a concern and then tomorrow's matchup is merrill kelly on the mound versus blake snell merrill kelly as i said before very good pitcher in the 2020 season so we'll see over a larger sample size if he could duplicate the success he had in the small sample size in 2020 but blake snell is going to be a scary guy to watch because we know how good blake snell is this guy is a former cy young award winner who was the ace of the Tampa Bay Rays staff to help them get to the World Series. So he, he's got a lot to prove. He's in the NL West now, so he's going to want to see the Dodgers again. He's going to want to make up for it. But right now, he's got to face the D-backs, and the D-backs offense might be hot after today's game. I'm not too sure. We'll see who the D-backs elect to go with tomorrow. I'm expecting Carson Kelly to be back in the lineup. Uh, we'll see if the D-backs want to go with the Tim LeCastro or a Paven Smith tomorrow. I feel like a Tim LeCastro is going to be in the lineup tomorrow after Paven Smith was in the lineup today. And then I think we're going to see Nick Ahmed as well in the lineup tomorrow. They kept him out today because of health concern reasons. Just wanted to give him an extra day of rest because he missed uh, you know a few games in spring training with injuries so they want to make sure he's healthy for the back end of the season so they they weren't too concerned with leaving him on the bench today because look at it, it worked out look at what a Jubal Cabrera did but if Nick Ahmed you know can rediscover or at least discover some offensive form then it might be Eduardo Escobar on the outside looking in when it comes to this lineup because Escobar has been a big time struggle ever since 
the 2020 season, and none of us really know why. We know he came into camp out of shape in 2019, or excuse me, in 2020, but he was a beast in 2019, an absolute tank, 35 home run season, 118 ribbies, an absolute slugger for this D-backs team. So they're going to need him. He's a huge X factor for this team, and I'm hoping the D-backs uh, win tomorrow's game because after losing today's game, I lost my bet with Javi Reyes. Uh, so now... He's going to be tweeting a whole bunch of non-baseball stuff. And whenever he tweets a non-baseball stuff, whenever he tweets anime, something like that, I have to retweet it on my account. So look out for a lot of tweets of just random things by Javi Reyes. And I'm hoping the D-backs bounce back with a big win tomorrow on the shoulders of Merrill Kelly. Now you'll hear that live reaction after the game from the locker room app. But first... I want to talk to you guys about BetOnline because BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, use your mobile device today to sign or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. We have been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup, let me see. It is Coconut Brownie Chunk versus Cookie Dough Chunk, and this is the championship round. So if you want to go vote, go to BuiltBar.com or go to at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. As LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Let's get into that locker room conversation. Uh, but yeah, Powder just won everybody. 8-7, a great game. I would have said that regardless. Just go to Miller's at Eyes DMs. It was a great yeah. game. Um, home runs from Hosmer, Myers. Almost one from Jake the Rake. Uh, are we Croden worthy? The answer is yes. Uh, almost a home run from him. Uh, I think I said Myers already. Not the big studs first uh, first game. Not Nothing from Machado or Tatis. A crazy at bat for Tatis, though, where he just had to go matrix for a little bit. But um, Miller, what are your first kind of reactions? Uh, offense surprised by the power today. Love to see Ketel Marte back in the fold. Saw a pinch hit home run by Tim Lee Castro. He's not a home run hitter by any stretch of the means. So it was nice to see him in there. Uh, Drupal Cabrera, offseason signing, had an amazing debut. Pitching, though, we know Madison Bumgarner. His struggles so far with his uh, new team, the D-backs, carrying over from the 2020 season. Six earned runs today, two home runs allowed, and only four innings pitch. He looked awful. And then the bullpen couldn't shut him down either. Stefan Cryan came in, gave up an earned run. So did Alex Young. They both gave up earned runs today. So bad pitching today by the D-backs. But, hey, at least the offense was good and entertaining. So overall, very entertaining game by the Padres. Bad pitching on both sides. But at least the offense was pretty entertaining by both sides as well. Well, yeah, I think that and last year 
uh, if you remember, um, I I believe Kirby Yates when he was on the pods, you know, last year, granted only like a couple um, appearances. I think he blew like the save the one of the first games we were playing against you guys. And we had some blown things with Tim Hill, who looked not great. I love the hair from Tim Hill rocking the new hair. It was great. But then he immediately and what's funny is that actually the ending starts with the, the air by Tatis, who, you know, was really great defensively last year. I think a lot of people um, sometimes forget that he really cleaned up his defense. It was one of the defects in his game, but he made an error, a throwing error. And I joked about this last year a lot where my theory with Tatis has always been like, I think he's get. He, I'm seriously convinced he's bored, like with, with routine, like ground balls where his his errors in 2019, they all like I think 15 of the 18 or not 18 errors or whatever it was, uh, they all came from throwing errors to first base. So I'm like, he's he gets like, maybe he just takes it too casually or whatever, and then he just throws it a little bit offline. Um, and also Mark, JT, and Rylan, um, after I finish up talking a little bit, might invite you guys to speak if you want to give any of your thoughts. Uh, more than welcome to that. Um, unlike Millard, who likes to run his locker rooms like a dictatorship, <laughs> I allow the people to speak their minds, all right? Uh, but yeah, uh, fun game overall, I think, sure. Uh, for the Padres, kind of reminiscent of what I'm expecting for them as a whole. I'm expecting more from Darvish, which is, you know, a little bit of a rough start for him, but nothing that really scared me. Should they have taken him out a little bit earlier? Maybe, but it's game one. You want to maybe keep him in there, maybe give him some confidence and be like, no, you're our guy. We brought you in here. We're excited to have you. And he gives up the home run, and it happens sometimes. The D-backs offense definitely is one of those things that could be interesting heading down the line. You guys, you're pitching Probably won't be all that great, especially with Gallinher and Madison Bumgarner. Good God. I mean, it, it, it's it's not looking good for Mad Bum, which makes me very happy. And for those who don't know, uh, Millard yeah. won the wager. <laughs> so yeah. thank God. <laughs> you know, it would have been funny if they won. and Almost. Like, yeah, it would have been funny if they won the Diamondbacks. And then I had to tweet about Bumgarner, who didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. like, bad. <laughs> it's like he gave up like six runs. And I said, oh, he was great. So that would have been funny. Um, yeah, game one of you know, 162. Can't wait for the Snell start uh, tomorrow for sure. Another one of the new acquisitions for the team. And then Musgrove should be the next day. And I will say, I think the D-backs pitching will be better tomorrow because I think right now the best player, <clears throat> the best pitcher in the rotation is Merrill Kelly. I mean, based off the 2020 season, he was easily their second best pitcher. So hopefully he had to cut his season short because he had that thoracic outlet surgery, which I always say is the same thing that Markel Fultz got. So hopefully he could bounce back. And so we'll see what he looks like. And just overall, some other quick notes from today. Josh Rojas' debut at shortstop, 0 for 5, 3 strikeouts. So hopefully he could pick it back up i'm still believer in josh rojas but fernando tatis you know starting off a little bit slow one for five three strikeouts he did mm-hmm. get that you know major deal this offseason hobby we've never seen him play a full season so can that deal come back to haunt the padres maybe in the long run uh i don't appreciate this question <laughs> this is a trap question how dare you i'm insulted uh no but in all honesty uh yeah i mean it's not absolutely inconceivable that, yeah, Tatis has a lot to live up to because, like you said, hasn't played a full 162 yet. Um, I'm not worried, obviously, after one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just – it is – that's what why I picked Haas, uh, Myers when I was on your locker room. Like, I thought that those guys would have the big game. He's got a lot to live up to. I'm wondering if maybe he was trying too much in that first game. You know, you have all those commercials and he's been in every – he's MLB 21, the show cover. Like, lots of stuff for him. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'm very curious to see, like, you know, 
One thing I will say about watching this game today that felt a little bit different, and it reminds me of the difference between baseball parks, you know, on TV and, um, you know, when you actually attend them is there was about like nine times today when you and I thought something was a home run. And I don't know why, because usually on TV, it's a lot easier to tell when something's really out of the park versus like when you're in the stadium, every single hit that goes slightly above the infield, you immediately think like it's gone. Get up out the seats. Make fun of this game. Yeah, honestly, I'd be getting up out of my seats every time someone hits out the infield while I'm at the game. And who knows? You think maybe that could be a little bit having to do with the deadening of baseballs? Because we did see like a Masson Baumgartner who thought he jacked one. A couple other dudes thought mm-hmm. he might have gotten enough out of it, but it ended up being at the warning track. So I think it's just something maybe keep an eye on. I mean, just the last few years, the trend with home runs, it seems like, you know, your seventh hitter in your lineup could go get you 25 home runs in a single season. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that changes. Maybe those guys drop from 25 to like 18 home runs, you know, guys were really having career years the last few years in terms of power, just raw power. So I, mm-hmm. I want to see what those numbers look like, you know, this season because the baseball is what have they been breaking their single season home run records at least a couple times in the last five years? I feel like they have at least once in the last five years. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm very curious to see what those numbers look like at the end of the 2021 season. That's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked on MLB MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Arm Layton, was the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked on MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, as always, stay safe and stay healthy out there. Deuces!